Hey there, New Life. Thought I'd uh, give you guys a message, even though we didn't get together this morning because of this uh, this, this COVID nineteen. Not sure if you've heard about it. Um, it's 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 a pretty big thing around the world right now. But uh, I thought I'd give you guys a message, anyways. Uh, just give me a short message. Um, the the passage though that I thought we we preach from is actually Matthew fifteen and verse two, and the verse says. Why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. Sorry, I couldn't resist. Couldn't resist. Is it that or the passage in, about Pontius Pilate washing his hands? But uh, I thought that would be a little bit of humor when uh, we're going through something that's uh, throwing our world up into all kinds of uh, chaos. You know, I've been thinking about <clears throat> these last few days, uh, you know, beginning Wednesday evening, the sporting leagues around the world have been shutting down, and I'm just lost and confused. I, I don't know what to do with myself without having all these sports around. I keep, I keep going to TSN and Sportsnet looking to check the scores, and there's nothing, nothing there. So I'm, I'm a bit adrift. So, But, um, again, joking aside, the, the last few days have been unprecedented in my lifetime. I, I, can't, I can't remember – a time when, uh, in my lifetime at least, that there's been so much fear and panic. Uh, I mean, every couple of days, that for a while there, everything was being canceled, uh, whether it be the sporting events, schools, conferences, concerts. Uh, even even countries now are being canceled. Italy is in lockdown. Uh, I heard last night that Spain went into lockdown, and I think that maybe it's the Netherlands or some other country is, is considering doing some form of that. The stock market has crashed down to 1980 levels. Uh, people's retirements and investments have been wiped out. Um, and then this thing about toilet paper, um, I think I figured it out. I think I know why everyone's buying toilet paper is that this COVID-19 virus is scaring the poop out of people. And that's what, that's the only thing I can, I can think of. So, so crazy times, crazy times we live in. And uh, we've been hearing these words such as pandemic and global outbreak and infectious disease and mortality rate and phrases like flattening the curve has now entered into our, our common language. And, and so it's natural, I'd say, that we would begin to feel, experience feelings of fear with all the, the media reports and the social media attention and everything that's flying around. I want you to understand, fear is a normal emotion. That's it. It's not wrong or sinful to feel, well, anything really, uh, especially fear though. You know, feelings help us, give us an indicator of what's going on inside our soul, which includes our mind. What are we thinking about? What are we, what's happening around us? And so we never should ignore our feelings. Uh, they're simply alerting you to something may be happening. We don't know what's happening necessarily. But we know something might be happening. And so we need to investigate. We need to learn the truth. And so that's really what the, the key is to our feelings is when we, we begin to feel something, it's an indicator that you and I, we need to, we need to go and find out what is, what's going on, what's happening around us. So let's do a little bit of investigation. Here are some facts that, that I've been able to collect about this COVID-19 virus. And that's what it is. It's a virus, like the flu is a virus. It's most deadly to those who have a pre-existing medical condition, whether it be a heart disease or really a weakened immune system. And so that's especially true for people over the age of 70. Uh, as of around today, last I've heard, there have been uh, reported 150,000 cases worldwide. Uh, China accounts for about 65% of those cases. 
uh, Italy another 10%. So the 75% is in these two countries. Canada today has around 250 reported cases, but there's every reason to expect that those numbers will climb. And, and I would say they're going to climb substantially. Like the flu, there's no treatment for it. Thankfully, God has designed the human body, though, in such a way that our immune system can overcome the virus as you drink plenty of fluids and rest. <clears throat> About 99% of those who contract the virus will be fine, uh, meaning that they will have a full recovery, complete recovery. Um, the, many people actually will experience only mild symptoms and everything should be fine within, uh, within a, a week or so. That doesn't mean, though, that we become careless and foolish. We want to be smart and we want to avoid getting sick. No one, no one enjoys being sick. I mean, who's got time for that really, right? So no one wants to be sick. No one wants to pass that on, especially to those who are vulnerable. But more importantly, I think it's important that we don't overwhelm our health agencies. And that's this whole idea of flattening the curve. And that's really what led to us canceling this morning was we didn't want to do something that would overwhelm the health agencies where people who are sick are just bombarding the ER rooms and so forth because of all the, the panic, all the, the, the fear that's being whipped up about this COVID-19 virus and that people would be rushing in to see their doctors when they wouldn't need to. And so if we can avoid all that and avoid people being sick, all the better because my, my great fear really, or concern really, is that the people who would need the doctors, who would need the treatment, wouldn't be able to get it because they're being inundated with all these other cases. So if we can stop the spread of the virus, that's great. And, and that way you don't get sick, other people don't get sick. More importantly, our loved ones who are vulnerable don't get sick. And so here are some things you can do. Number one, wash your hands. I mean, over and over and over again, that's been the, the counsel we've gotten from the experts. Wash your hands because that's what ends up happening is, is your hands get it and then you put your hands to your face and suddenly you contract it or you share it with someone else afterwards. So washing your hands and you know what? Better than hand sanitizer, soap and water. That's the, that's the best way to do it. So give them a good rinse. Give them a good wash. Uh, if you do feel sick, uh, or begin to wonder if you've got symptoms, I would suggest you don't call, don't go to the emergency room right away. The best thing to do here in Ontario, at least, call Telehealth Ontario. If you're not in Ontario, call some health agency and they're going to help you what, with the next steps, what you need to do. Um, but, but the first thing isn't go immediately go into the ER room. That's probably not the case unless you have another emergency. If, if your arm fell off, that would be emergency. So, so go then. But, but if you're just coughing, you got a, fle a fever, then call Telehealth Ontario, let them know what your symptoms are, and, uh, and they'll look after you. And if you're sick, if, <clears throat> sorry, if you're sick, stay home in bed. We don't need you to be a hero. So in this case, sharing is, or not sharing is caring. So that's some, just some simple things that we can do, and that will begin to slow the, the spread of, of this COVID-19. But, um, but it's gonna it's gonna be around, and that's just it's gonna be flu and cold and COVID nineteen season. But uh, hopefully, it won't be spreading as rapidly as as what's been happening here. But but I I do want to kind of wonder what if what if what if and I don't believe for a minute that that this this global pandemic is, is, is going to wipe out, you know, half the population. But, but what if there was another, one? 
what if another virus came along that has the, a 30% mortality rate uh, or even higher, maybe like a 50% mortality rate like the, like the Black Death had when it wiped out the half of the population of Europe in a few years' time? What would be our response then? And the answer is it'd be the same. We need to investigate and we need to discover and remember what's true. See, our enemy, the devil, he traffics in fear and confusion. What that means is he's always looking to sow seeds of fear and confusion, knowing that it might cause us to get our eyes off of Jesus. Think about Peter. Remember when he, he stepped out of the boat and he was walking on water? I mean, how cool is that, by the way, right? He's there, he's walking on water in the midst of the storm, and his eyes were just focused on Jesus. But then it occurred to him, I'm walking on water. I shouldn't be able to walk on water. What's, what's going on? What's happening? And the moment he took his eyes off of Jesus and he was onto the waves and onto the storm around him, he began to get afraid. He began to fear and panic because he was sinking into the water. What he forgot was Jesus was there to keep him safe. And that's, that's the greatest truth that you and I need to remember. Jesus is here to keep us safe. The Apostle Paul writes to the church in Thessalonica, in 1 Thessalonians 4.13, he says, We do not want you to be uninformed, brethren, about those who are asleep, those who have passed away, so that you will not grieve as do the rest who have no hope. See, I, I would say this, that I don't think we need to be afraid like the rest of the world is afraid because they have no hope. You and I, we have hope. We've got something so much greater than any virus or any catastrophe that this world could throw at us. See, what Paul is telling us is check our facts. Find out the whole truth, not just what the enemy wants you to see, because we're not like the world who have no hope. We have something that's much better that we get to offer the world. As believers, we have hope in Jesus. The writer of Hebrews in chapter 2, verses 14 and 15, he said it this way, Therefore, since the children share in flesh and blood, he himself, speaking of Jesus, also took part of the same. So Jesus came as a man in flesh and blood, God in man, that through death, listen to this, through death, he, Jesus, might render powerless him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and might free those who through fear of death were subject to slavery all their lives. It's not a good word. That you and I don't need to be afraid of death anymore because Jesus has conquered death. And, and those of us who are terrified of dying and fearful of dying, Jesus says, it's okay. It's okay. Death's not the end. In fact, the reality is it's the beginning. I love how C.S. Lewis put it. It's, it's like the introduction to the greatest story to ever be told. See, the reality is you and I, we're going to face death at some point. That's just, that's just a fact. It might be an illness like COVID-19. It might be something like cancer or heart disease. We might die in an accident or likely, if my case, I'm likely going to die in a home repair job gone wrong. Uh, John Balfour is probably going to fall off a roof. I'm guessing that's probably what's going to happen with him based on, on him being up on roofs and sandals. So at some point, each of us, we're going to face death. But take courage because he who's in you has already overcome death. Death's not the end for you and I. We got something far greater. Well, let me close with some familiar words that 
that we've been given through the Apostle Paul. He wrote them to his younger friend, Timothy. And they're, they're famous words, 2 Timothy uh, chapter 1 and verse 7. He says, for God's not given us a spirit of fear. That, that fear, it's, it's okay that you experience fear. But remember this, that fear and panic are not from Jesus. That if you're feeling that fear, then go and find out what's going on. What's happening around you? Find out the truth and the reality. Remind you yourself. Speak the gospel to yourself if necessary, reminding you of what's real and what's true. See, remember the enemy, he's trying to sow, sow, sow those seeds of confusion and panic because when we have that fear and that panic, chances of us making good choices, they shrink. And suddenly now we just, we make all kinds of poor choices that get us in all kinds of trouble, right? So that fear, that panic's not coming from Jesus. What has he given us? If it's not a spirit of fear, he's given us one of power, of love, and a sound mind. Isn't that awesome? He's given you power, right? The power to endure and stand up any, under any trial. So whether you get a virus, whether you get sick, whether you're in an accident, whether there's some kind of major catastrophe, whether a tornado sweeps through, through our town, whatever it is that we face, You've got a power, the power of God that is greater than that catastrophe. And not only that, but he's given you power and love. Love, the ability to know and experience that I am loved, but the ability to love those around me. And that's what's really great with these catastrophes. They become opportunities for you and I to know that we're loved and to experience that love with our neighbors and our friends. Again, that's why we, we decided out of love, not out of fear, but out of love to not gather together as a, as a larger group because we want to love those around us and love those in our community. And so we got this power, we got this love, but also in a sound mind. And so the sound mind is that I have the ability to understand what's true. And the truth is I'm not alone. Jesus is here. Jesus is with me. And because of that, I can face any single trial, no matter what's going on around me. Right? So let's remember the truth. Remember who we are. And remember who is in us, who God is in through us. And that will be, help us to discover the hope that you and I have. All right, new life. Have a great rest of the day. It's a beautiful day out there. It's sunny. It's just, it's nice and, and, and not too cool. It's, it's a beautiful day. Uh, I know my family and I, we're going to get together with some friends. We're going to actually go rock climbing first. Um, and uh, as a family, we're going to have a great time. Enjoy the day. Uh, love your family. Love your neighbors. Uh, just, you know, do it with fist bumps. And uh, wash your hands. For goodness sakes, guys, wash your hands. Love you guys.